Duncan McLean is the Doctor of Movies. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Doctor of Movies podcast. I'm Duncan McLean. It's been a few weeks since the last podcast with the Easter break and I've been snowed in with marking essays for the course I teach at Macquarie University. But I'm back now and I have a doozy of a movie to talk about this week. The latest instalment in the unstoppable Fast and Furious franchise, Furious 7. This time it ain't just about being fast. No one does what the Fast and Furious franchise does better than them. From reasonably modest beginnings and seemingly stalled after its third entry, it has become the jewel in Universal's crown and has taken over three billion US dollars worldwide. Very few franchises make it to seven films, and those that do are often on their last legs by that point. But with Furious 7, this one just keeps getting bigger. So what's the plan, Dom? One last ride. Now we have to address the elephant in the room here. It's impossible to watch this film without Paul Walker's tragic death being at the front of your mind. Walker was killed in a high-speed car accident in November 2013, midway through the shooting of Furious 7, and many legitimately felt that it would be the end of the franchise. But after substantial rewrites, production recommenced, with Walker's scenes finished using body doubles and digital trickery. And it worked. Furious 7 is not only a fun film, but a fitting and heartfelt farewell to Walker, which, in a way, should not be a surprise. At its heart, this series has always been about family, just in case you missed the surely hundreds of times the word family has been used across the seven films. So there is arguably no franchise better suited to handling the loss of one of its stars than this one. Hello? Dominic Toretto. You don't know me. You're about to. Fast and Furious fans lost their minds when Jason Statham showed up in the post credit sequence for Fast and Furious 6. In Furious 7, we are properly introduced to his character, Deckard Shaw. A former special ops soldier and big bad brother to Fast and Furious 6 villain Owen Shaw, Deckard is determined to get revenge on the crew that left his little brother in a coma. After hospitalising Agent Hobbs, he sets out to hunt down Dominic Toretto and the rest of his crew. Toretto is then approached by a shady government agent who introduces himself as Mr. Nobody, with an offer. If Toretto and his crew will help the government recover a super surveillance device called God's Eye from a group of terrorists who have stolen it, the government will let Toretto use it to find Deckard Shaw and kill him. Hang on, you may be thinking, why do they need the God's Eye to find someone who is following them? Every time they are in the one location for more than 10 minutes, Shaw shows up. It's best not to get caught up in questions of logic. Just go with the flow. Oh, and Toretto's girl Letty still has amnesia. Shaw lives in a world that doesn't play by your rules. Like it or not, you live in that world now too. Now that I've given you this incredibly sensitive and highly classified information, what do you think, Toretto? I think you already know what I'm going to tell. Good. But it'll be my way. And my crew. Furious 7 sees director Justin Lin handing over the reins to Malaysian-born Australian James Wan, best known for his horror films like Saw and The Conjuring. Having directed films 3 through 6 in the series, Lin played a major role in transforming this franchise into the juggernaut it is today. But Furious 7 doesn't miss a beat with the transition. 
The screenplay is still patchy, the dialogue is still laughable, and that makes the acting feel a bit wooden, but the action remains on point. Furious 7 features some typically outrageous set pieces. This franchise seems to be built on action sequences deemed too unbelievable for Bond films. Trying to pick the most over-the-top moment of the film is tough. You can go big with cars parachuting out of a military plane, or a car leaping between Abu Dhabi skyscrapers. Or you can go for something a bit more simple, like Hobbs flexing the cast off his recovering broken arm when Daddy's Gotta Go to Work. But what makes these big, ridiculous spectacle films work where others fall over is their incredible earnestness. There is a palpable affection for these characters, and when Toretto delivers one of his many orations about the importance of family, you know that the film really believes it. The importance of the ethnic diversity of the cast can also not be overlooked when considering the series' success, and in this regard, the Fast and Furious franchise can really serve as a lesson to mainstream Hollywood. Vin Diesel boldly predicted Furious 7 will walk away with next year's Academy Award for Best Picture. It will not. But it is a whole heap of fun. Furious 7 is big and dumb and tremendous. And I'm giving it three and a half stars. Furious 7 is a universal release and is rated M for action violence. For Sydney-based listeners, I have some news relating to the Sydney Film Festival, which I'm really excited to share with you in a couple of weeks' time. So keep an ear out for that. Otherwise, you'll find more reviews at the website, doctorofmovies.com. <laughs>